five, four, three, two, one. We're off to a good start. Play it cool. The top five of everything with Justin Coombs Pierce. And the voice of Triple M Tasmania joins us as he does each week. Justin Coombs Pierce, good evening to you. Hello, Simon. How's it going? It's all good here. You've been watching the tennis? No, no, I haven't. I actually haven't oh. watched any of it. I'm sorry about that. Silly, but silly I, question, know, I, silly question, because <laughs> you would have been listening to me. <laughs> That's exactly right. I, I can't, you know, I can't turn you off and go and watch the tennis. I exactly. mean, that would just be silly. No. It's tomfoolery. Ridiculous. Tennis can be, you can watch tennis anytime. <laughs> watch it on YouTube or highlights later, but this show, Absolutely. Now, now you have, uh, you have come up with a ripper topic and I, I must admit I struggled early on and then I just had a flood of inspiration. So I've, I've got five, I've got my top five, but I've also got about uh, 10 other, uh, you know, special mentions if we get time to squeeze them in. The well, top, I'd love to hear them. Well, the, your topic is. Okay, so the topic tonight is top five things we would have said in the 80s but would never say now. Yeah, and it's a ripper when you get into it. When you think of the 1980s and everything that everything that sort of happened and things that were cool and and uh, it was a very different time and there's certainly things that you just would not say now that you would have said back then. You know, some of these things that we're, that I, uh, that I mentioned obviously would have crept over beyond the eighties, but they're definitely not things that have made it into today. Mm, definitely. All right. Do you want to kick us off? I will. All right. Number one for me is I'll call 013 and get the number. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Directory inquiries. <laughs> and, and there was a second number I seem to recall that you could ring. Um, and they'd connect you. Yeah, that's so it. That came out in the 90s. That was definitely a 90s thing, that one. That, um, but I remember there was a, uh, I think it would have been around the basin area, there was a pizza shop there called Lucky Lips Pizza. I don't know if they're still there, but I remember it was called Lucky Lips Pizza. Yeah. And I remember uh, calling 013 once and asking for the number for Lucky Lips Pizza, and the lady on the phone said, yeah, very funny, and hung up on me. <laughs> that's marvellous. All right, my number five. Let's go to Maya. We've got to get a family portrait done. <laughs> Remember that? See, ironically, we had our Christmas photos at Maya this year, but yes, the family portrait of Maya. <laughs> oh, that was the Christmas photo. Yeah, you still go and get the, you know, the one with the kids <laughs> sitting on Santa's knee. But those family portraits, you'd, you'd have to dress up in your finest coloured jumper. Yeah. Uh, Mum would brush, make you brush your hair. And you'd all go down and pose awkwardly for these photos. And, and they always got you in because the session itself was quite cheap. But if you actually liked any of the photos and wanted to buy them, yeah, they cost a fortune. Absolute fortune. I, I don't remember the name of the company within Meyer that did that, but it was, it was a separate business that was just set up in Meyer's stores. All right. Now, my number four, yep. I reckon we're going to get a crossover here, quite possibly, or something very similar. My number four... Are you a VHS or a beta person? Oh, that's marvellous. Yes. Uh, I, I actually have uh, both formats at home uh, because I, I'm archiving old Burt Newton shows at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I've got a bunch of beta tapes. So I've, I've got to get my beta player back off uh, Mike Fraser, a former producer from this place. <laughs> I lent it to him about 15 years ago because he had some Darren Hinch tapes he needed to archive. <laughs> but uh, VHS versus beta. And from memory, beta was the better quality. 
Oh, yeah, it was. It was. And they used Beta a lot because Beta was the one that went stereo. Beta, uh, you could actually get stereo audio uh, with Beta. Like Sony, they came out with stereo Beta players, but uh, VHS was always mono. Which, which is, it's fascinating that Beta lost out to VHS given it was better and more compact. You would think that would win by default. Uh, too expensive. Oh, is that what it was? Ah, fair yeah, enough. it was more expensive, and everyone went, "Nah, we'll just go the cheap mono," and uh, yeah, go the cheapy. Fair enough. Uh, all right, my number four. Let's play Snake on the computer. I'll get the cassette. <laughs> Remember the I Commodore sixty four? Oh, the Commodore sixty four. The cassette. You had a cassette. I still don't know how they worked, but they did. Yeah, I was the, the code was just magnetically written onto the tape, and I, I, you know what, I never tried. I never tried putting a computer cassette in a regular cassette player and hitting play to see what would come out. Can't do that. Just Anything could happen. You know, it would have been like a, a, like war games or something. You would have cracked something and uh, sent missiles off. Who knows what would happen? Exactly. Yes. Uh, all right. So that's um, uh, so that's my number four. Your number three. I wish there were trains to VFL Park. Oh, of course. It was, they built it out in the middle of nowhere and you had to drive and then you get, <laughs> I, I was once told, you know, the person who made the most money out of football at, uh, in that era, the bloke whose job it was, was to pull everyone's cars out of the mud. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably not true, but it's a funny story. Um, all right. My number three. Uh, do you think Judy would like this mixtape? Now, for context, <laughs> for context, I was a teenager. Mixtapes were such a big thing back then. If you like somebody, you'd compile a, you'd, you'd make a selection of, uh, of songs that you thought they would like and, uh, and hand them to the person. And Judy was my girlfriend back then. So, uh, I, now you normally would have had to record them off radio unless you were set up enough to be able to record them from vinyl yes. over or, from your singles over to another, if you had a double cassette deck, that du- was pretty cool. Well, my sister had the double cassette deck, but before that, I also remember I used to record, uh, I used to love recording TV themes. So I just had the, that little, you know, that flat cassette deck. Um, mm. It had the, the speaker at the back, the cassette in the middle, and the buttons on the on the on the front. It was all sort of on the on top of the machine. I would lay that on the carpet in front of the telly, turn the telly up quite loud, and when the when Night Riders started or the A Team or whatever, I would hit record. And I remember getting really cranky when my little sister walked in one night when I was recording a TV theme and spoke and ruined the whole thing. Oh, ruin the whole. What do you do? But there you go, cassettes no. and mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> Got to wait for the next week. My number two. Yep. Did you see Hey Hey It's Saturday on the weekend? Oh, lovely. Yes. That's good. Hey Hey It's Saturday. What a wonderful show. What wonderful memories. Do you Have you ever listened to Hey Hey It's the podcast? A good chance for me to give them a plug. No, I haven't listened to that one yet. There are three guys. They're all a, a bit younger than us. So they grew up listening, uh, watching Hey Hey in the uh, 1990s. And so they, each week, because you can stream them all on uh, Daryl's website, heyhey.tv, they stream an episode each fortnight, they make notes, and then they talk about it. They just talk through it. So they're talking about the fashions, you know, um, who were the judges on Red Faces, what the acts were. It, it's it's actually really good to have a listen back, and I, I really okay, love their podcast. I'd love to podcast. check that one out. Yeah, so hey, hey, it's the podcast for people who want to know. All right, my number two. 
Oh, which one am I going to do? Uh, I'm going to go... It is a bit of a crossover because my, my, my number two is I'm so annoyed. I rented a video and the last person didn't rewind it. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Yes. You know, that was very close to make it, making it into my list of it, but I thought I could only do one video one, but yeah. Uh, Be kind, rewind. That is so annoying when you had to actually sit there and rewind that videotape. Yep, exactly. Yes. All right, you're, uh, now we've already used a break up earlier, so we've only got one more break to finish the hour. So rather than taking a break now, let's go straight to our number ones. What have you got for us in your number one? My number one thing we would say in the 80s but would never say now is, man, I prefer to fly ANSET. <laughs> oh, ANSET. Have I told you my ANSET story? Not sure, possibly. I could have been... An ANSET. Now the story is yes. the the story is Reg ANSET, the you know the father of Bob. Yeah. His first marriage, he and his wife were unable to have kids. This is a story as told to me by my aunt, so I you know, I have no reason to doubt this. They couldn't have kids, and Reg ANSET wanted a child. My grandfather and grandmother had four daughters, and then they had another child, and it was a fifth daughter. And my grandfather knew Reg Ansett. And Reg Ansett, and my grandfather was saying, oh, you know, we're trying for a boy, but we've got, ended up with five girls. We've just had our fifth daughter, and which, is, which happens to be my mum. At which point Reg Ansett said, would you consider adopting her out? We would, because we want a child, <laughs> and we would love to adopt a little girl. And my grandfather oh. you know, was quite quick, I understand, in saying, Thank you, but no, no, we, we no. couldn't bear to part with her. But if my grandfather had said, yeah, you can have her. You could have been an ANSET. Imagine I would have the been frequent an ANSET. flies you would have had. Yeah, exactly. So I, I could have inherited the ANSET empire, and Bob, <laughs> and Bob maybe never would have been born. So that's, that's my ANSET story. I love dining out on that. It's a ripper. I could have been an ANSET. Uh, all right, my number one. Got to get home. Breaking two, Electric Boogaloo is on telly tonight. <laughs> Remember, I love it. Or you could go this, you know, we call the break dance to Electric Boogaloo here. Now, can I tell you, I actually have that soundtrack on vinyl. No. I do. 100% cross my heart. I have break dance to, well, break into Electric Boogaloo. I have it on vinyl. Oh, that is wonderful. Oh, now when was the last time you dragged it out in all honesty? Uh, honestly, it'd be a couple of years, I reckon, since it's got to play, but, uh, it, it, it's in my collection and it's in really good nick as well. <laughs> well, I reckon it would be because I wouldn't be playing it, but, uh, <laughs> memories of Harold Faltermeyer's Rocket, uh, yeah. I think was around that time as well. So there we go. So there, there are our top. If you want to see. Yep. If you want to see a great documentary, you've got to watch uh, Electric Boogaloo, the story of uh, of Canon Films, um, which Canon, uh, if you remember, there was a lot of Chuck Norris films, all these sorts of just these B-grade movies that we used to get on VHS all the time and watch throughout the 80s. But uh, uh, they were behind Electric Boogaloo. Um, but you've got to see this documentary. It's called Electric Boogaloo, something about Canon Films. But so Google it. 
find it, watch it. It's hilarious and definitely worth watching. Yeah, Jay, producer Jay's just got it up on Wikipedia. There it is, Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of Canon Films. I didn't realise you were such a, a knowledgeable person on this matter. <laughs> uh, now, Justin, great to chat to you as always. Sorry it was a little bit rushed and a little bit late tonight, but the tennis will do that to us. I, I know I'm not That's telling right. you anything. That's all right. My flight's taking off soon anyway. <laughs> Good to chat. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> Justin Coombs, P.S. Now, uh, we've got to get to a break. We'll get news out of the way, and then your calls will be welcome after the news.